GodzillaMedia.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Diamond Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, co-host, Jazzy Fiddle! Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Jazzy Fiddle, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, <laughs> I appreciate that you finally gave it an attempt. Yeah. That was that wasn't half bad. That wasn't half bad. Maybe we'll talk. I figured to, it might have woke me up. <laughs> maybe we'll talk to our producers about you taking over that bit. But yeah. I'm looking at uh, Dead Eye and he's shaking his head. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it needs work, but uh, I think with coaching and with some time. Uh, I think yeah. I think that it could be uh, it could be Jazzy's. New I need bit. to like gather the phlegm. I think a little bit. Yeah, you more. need more hack. Yeah, Grimlock. Yeah. You need to like Vince McMahon. Grimlock, <laughs> fire. And that's our lovely <laughs> audio producer Deadite, and then our video producer Testonomics. Are you ready for some football? <laughs> Monday night party. We've got did Grim I miss, and Jazzy did I miss and Deadite. Bit? Not miss a bit why this is a thing. <laughs> Copyright infringement. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. It's it's Monday Night Football. Detroit Lions are playing a Monday Night Football. Oh, okay. And I'm not right. watching. I'm just I'm making here. sure. I've been gone, you guys. I'm making sure that I didn't miss something while I was <laughs> yeah. gone. Well, it's, it's Monday. Monday. Welcome to episode 224 of the Games Little Podcast, brought to you by our lovely patrons. <laughs> yes, you can go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media as a patron your contribution goes to the continued support and growth of gamezilla media with five unique levels of access starting at just one dollar per month you can get great things like being able to vote on the weekly gamezilla podcast poll to influence your favorite show the gamezilla podcast <sighs> Patreon.com slash games of the It's like those warnings at the end of the yeah. commercials. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, do you want to grow new hair? Side effects may include death. <laughs> and these other 62,000 conditions. Why do you think I don't want to grow new hair? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, welcome to the show. Um, let's get right into it because we are way behind uh, due to some surprising news. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. So let's get right into it. Team talk. Who don't mind if I do? Bring the track in. So I've been pretty disconnected from the uh, Michigan crew here, but I'm sure you have some great stories for me. Gaming moment of the week, starting over with Deadite Knight. <laughs> Hitting you with the machine gun arms early. So I have been streaming a lot of Fire Pro Wrestling World as I bought it a couple weeks ago and I've really been enjoying the game um, actually more than I expected because I expected to enjoy it quite a bit. So Friday night, 
I had some time. My wife was out at a, at a rehearsal dinner for a wedding she was going to be in over the weekend. I was like, man, I'm just going to go hard, get a couple hours of streaming Fire Pro in. And, uh, you know, I had a fun time, um, you know, playing with some creator wrestlers. We got we got Testonomics has a creator wrestler. We have Five Mile Rick has a creator wrestler. Sci-Fi AJ has one. I've recently made one for Spectre XV, The Glitch, myself. Uh, coming soon, Jazzy and Grimm. They'll just be a palette swap of one another. <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah. so, so we had some fun matches like uh, like Test versus Rick and me versus AJ where AJ stabbed me to death with a fork. It was pretty funny. Um, good stuff. Pro wrestling. So my gaming moment of the week came from, you know, I said like, hey, guys, this is going to be my last match of the night. Thanks for everyone who's been sticking around watching me play some Fire Pro. And I was like, I'm going to end it with uh, playing as Kenny Omega who's, you know, one of the most popular wrestlers in the wrestlers in the world right now with a fantasy match against a fan-created Macho Man Randy Savage that I downloaded. What a dream match. Played the match. It was over 20 minutes of in-game time, which really is more like 10 or 15 minutes in real lifetime. Back and forth match. Had a really good match and then ended up winning it. And here's where the um the the cherry on top of the whole experience came through. In Fire Pro, you know, you can win a match, you can lose a match, but also part of the game is a goal of putting on a good wrestling match and getting a high rating. And live on stream, I got my second ever 100% perfect match. Give yourself the horns. I will. I will gladly do that for myself. So it was super cool to, to do something that, you know, I've only done one other time. Um, and I actually won the match, which which felt good. The other 100% match I didn't win. But it was, I know, it just it added an extra bit of excitement that I was live. There were people watching me, people hanging out and cheering me on as I tried to win the match. And then it ended up being a 100% match. So hopefully everyone who is in the stream watching that actually enjoyed watching. Because Fire Pro is a pretty fun game to watch. Now, 100%, you have two of them, you said. So how many matches? matches have you played estimate as far as like a total amount of matches I would guess I've probably played about 30 to 35 matches in the couple weeks that and I've only been. two have been 100% yeah so just and, to give you a and I've only of had I think two other matches that even were in the 90s a yeah. lot of my matches are in the 70s actually so yeah. it's not like I averaged like a 95 and I hit 100 it's like I probably averaged like a 76 or 77 and I've hit a couple hundreds by okay. by luck all right, so. all right. Well, it, it was just cool it was a cool streaming moment for uh for anyone hanging out on my channel yeah very cool all right jazzy fiddle what about you uh what is your gaming moment of the week i am deep oh, deep I already into know destiny 2 yes it's got its bugs yes it has some things <laughs> that need to get fixed <laughs> but i am loving destiny 2 i think the story that they have put into this is way better than it's ever been. Don't listen to these guys. If you are a Destiny fan and you have the $40 that you would like to spend on this DLC, I definitely recommend playing Destiny 2. Gambit is probably one of the most fun game modes I have played in the game since Earth of League of Legends. That's it. Destiny 2. Lots of Destiny 2. Having fun with the community, playing with Five Mile Rick and Sci-Fi uh, sci and Ecto Cooler. Mm -hmm. We uh, have been just killing it in Gambit. I think we've won like uh, probably five or six out of our eight matches. Nice. How long does a Gambit match take? Um, it it's best of three. So if you win two, obviously a little bit quicker than if you you know you lose one and then it goes into game three. But uh, ten minutes. 10 minutes for 10 all 15 three rounds. For all three rounds? Okay. Not bad. 
All right, Testonomics Gaming Moment of the Week. So for those of you that listened last week, we were talking about some critically acclaimed games coming to the Nintendo Switch eShop in Muster Bus last week. And one of them, highly sought after, very exciting to come to Switch finally, a fart for Melisina. <laughs> so it's the yeah. first game I've ever pre-purchased on the Switch because you would save 10% off its $5 sticker price. So for $4, for 40, How, less than dimes? 45 dimes, Ooh. less than 45 dimes, I bought a fart for Melisina and uh, I beat it in 37 minutes. Now, and, was there actually farting in this game? Yeah, at the end of every single state. Well, the whole thing starts where he sees this... Uh, well, well endowed uh, uh, mermaid, and mm. he rips a big fart and it scares her away. Oh. So you're tracking this mermaid it's through the to land me. to try to find her, and at the end of every single stage, it's like do 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 do. Like at the end, every single stage, at the very end, he finds her, and I think he you fight like Hulk Hogan, like the last the last Whoa, bad brother. guy, the last <laughs> bad guy is definitely Hulk Hogan, and uh, and yeah, it's definitely a game that's meant to be to speed run, sped run, whatever you want to call it. Supposed to speed run it, I think it's supposed to be speed run optimized for speed running. Maybe all yeah, those things could running. be true. I like speed running. Um, and uh, speed ran. Yeah, you have to get uh, you have to get less than thirty minutes to get the the best ending. But I guess there's really no difference. So I'm never gonna play that game again. And I've already uninstalled it. Um, but during that time, I was the number one a fart for Melisina streamer <laughs> in the entire world, probably the universe. So wow, there's that. I, you know, I did forget to mention I was the number one Fire Pro streamer for a few minutes on my Friday night stream. And then I'll we one were up, just killing it. We were just killing it on number one. And I'm gonna one up you because there was a game that people were actually playing when I was playing Broforce, and yeah. I was the number one Broforce streamer. There you go. You know, it was the time that you know. Well, you had people. You had like you know, there's like six or seven people playing Fire Pro. Yeah. But you did it. Me. We did it. Oh. Games only the stream team. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Nice. Congratulations to both of you. Thank you. We deserve it. We do. <laughs> no we one could have deserved <laughs> it more than us. That's right. We deserve it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so this weekend I spent in Oakland, California for the NALCS finals of League of Legends. And that's going to be my gaming moment of the week because it was a uh, it was a lot of fun. I got to go with Spidey2KX, uh, Dark Phoenix, and Phantom Joe. We um, we played a ton of League, learned a lot of new stuff. I uh, I fell in love with a new champ, uh, the which is Scion. I'm yeah, uh, I'm really enjoying Scion. Scion. Phantom Joe birthday gifted me a Mecha Scion skin, and then I got yeah, I, I got cool myself a couple skin. different crow. It's the first time I've ever bought chromas for a skin. So now I'm like looking like Optimus Prime running down running down people and just smashing. So I'm uh, I was having fun. Uh, Spidey2KX was, you know, finding learning that position and really starting to starting to find his groove and it was just we played a ton of league and then Who's we he got, playing? Uh he was playing a lot of uh, Alistair. Oh, and then he and then he switched over to some Lux, and then enjoyed some. Um, started to learn some Sona. So there you go. Playing support main, I like it. Yeah, a lot of yeah, uh, mainly support, and by mainly support, I mean hundred percent support. So, um, but yeah, we had a good time, and then we got to go watch some great games, and you know, uh, it, it definitely was just like a fun event. It was weird to like have my birthday though like and be in california when like uh my wife's calling me at 9 p.m to wish me a eastern birthday you know and and i don't know it just was weird like 
I've never been away for my birthday. So, um, but it was a good time. Um, I have some things I want to talk about, but are we, do I put that somewhere else in this show or should I go about it right now? Let's just do it right now because this is the scene where the photos are. Yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that, okay. Let me, let me hit, yeah. I have some, some negative things to talk about. Okay. All right. Well, first, let's say, it, it, okay, great time. And then I had a couple things happen to me on the last day. So during the finals, uh, for those of you who don't know, and sorry, Jazzy, I don't want to like ruin, ruin your, uh, you know, your segment, but C9 didn't do too well. Okay. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I know they did. C9 didn't do Losers! too well. Losers. So on the last game. I spun game, my segment differently because I knew you wanted to talk about yeah, it. Yeah. On the last game, game three, uh, I, I actually decided to go check the, um, figured that most people were in the stadium. So I went to go check the, um, gift shop, right. Or the, the apparel and stuff like that. And they were sold out of like everything. So I'm like, okay. I'm just typical. Gonna, I'm just gonna do a lap around the stadium, you know, the, the in, inside. But I'm gonna do a lap, and as I'm walking around, I I'm like I see a short line, and I'm like, oh, what's going on up here? And sure enough, I see Tyler one, the, <laughs> Tyler one, the uh, the you know infamous streamer that uh, was banned from league from being one of the most toxic players of all time goals um, who then was <laughs> reformed yeah reformed yeah. came back riot you know allowed him back in and and he's been he's been behaving and, and kind of creating a uh, you know a positive culture around him and so they invited him to the event uh, this past weekend where he was able to uh, play in a fun exhibition uh, game and and do some things well he was just out meeting fans and so you know I hopped in Took a took a photo with him, and I, I just I got a kick out of him because he's he's got that you know he's got his personality right he's got this this uh, persona he has to put on, and so I'm watching everybody come up to him, and they're like, oh yeah, let's flex because the, you know if you're if you're here live on Twitch.tv slash Media, you can see the guy. The guy is, uh, he's ripped. And so people are flexing. He's like, oh, yeah, let me see the photo. Let me see the photo. And then they show him the photo. He's like, man, you look really small in this photo. And I'm like, okay, he's playing his bit. I like this. I like this. So I get up. I'm like, what's he going to say to me, right? I'm rocking my gunners, and I got these yellow lenses on and stuff. I'm like, all right. And I get up there. He's like, hey, man, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, we came from Detroit. He's like, well, that's pretty stupid. Why'd you come all the way here for League? I'm like, we like League, man. What do you mean this is stupid? We came here to see, like, I heard I get to see you. That's pretty cool. He's like, yeah, that's true. That's true. And then, you know, we took the photo. (laughs) Maybe he's not so bad. He he, he said what I was thinking. Like, why would you go all the way there for League? Yeah, all right, Tyler. So uh, I had a good time with that. And then I went to go finish my lap. And I'm walking by and I see a, a Riot employee and and uh, and this just this person kind of like stuffed in the corner, and I walk by and I look and like I think that's and I just keep walking, and then I stop because I see the riot employee walk away. I'm like, you know what? What am I doing? Like I I know who that is. <laughs> I'm gonna turn around. I'm gonna walk up to him and I'm gonna say, hey, can I get a photo? And I met Cody's son. Yeah. Yeah. The ADC for 100 Thieves that played on Saturday. And I, the best part was like, Cody doesn't, I don't, Cody doesn't speak uh, very fluent English, yeah. right? But like, I looked at him and I was like, hey, you know, like, hey, Cody. And he like kind of like looked at me and like he's looking around, like, you know, does anybody see this? Anybody see this? And I'm like, 
You mind if I get a photo? And he like looks around again and he like waves me over like this, like, yeah, yeah, come, come over here. Come over here real quick. <laughs> and it was like super secret. Like, and, and so like, I, I hold my phone up, take this, take this selfie with him. And then like, I go throw my hand out there. I'm like, hey, great games yesterday. You know, you took it five games. You, you really, you really gave it your all. And he, he doesn't, he says zero words. So I don't even know if he understood a single thing I said to him. <laughs> I, I assume hopefully he did. And then I shook his hand and, and here, here, shake my hand. It was like, it was like this. Mm. It, it was like, it was like, I felt like, <laughs> I felt like I'm like, oh man, I don't want to hurt. Like I thought I hurt him. I thought I was like, oh God, I don't want to hurt him. He's going to, he's going to worlds he, <laughs> because I, here I am. It's game five or, or sorry. It's game three. TL is just destroying C9. That means Hunter Thieves is going to worlds. So I don't want to hurt their ADC, but I tell you, he, he was like the most gentle person. It, it felt like I was like holding glass. So, and I mean, the, uh, the event itself was just such a blast that, but it was cool that I, I didn't plan on meeting anyone and just sometimes at these events, and you know Jazzy, mm-hmm. that you just go, you can go take a lap around the stadium and you'll run into people like this that, you know, they're all pretty, uh, pretty chill to, uh, take a photo, yeah. talk to you for, uh, for a hot second and, it, it was. It just made. For, it just made for the weekend to be even cooler. Just, yeah, we you know. always seem to run into somebody at the event too. Last year yeah. in Boston, it was uh, Scara. Yeah, and then my last shout out because I'm taking a long time for this, but my last shout out goes to our uh, fan from Gamezilla, Sean Flack, yeah. Oakland Cali native. Okay, picked us up from the airport, checked us into our hotel, and took us to dinner. Drove us around nice parts, maybe some not nice parts, <laughs> and really gave us like a full like view of the world that is that you know Oakland, Cali, uh, and we and we left Oakland too. But um, you know it was just super awesome. Is finally it's awesome to finally meet him in person. Amazing guy, super nice, and uh, you know thank you again, Sean, for for all the hospitality and and helping us out. It really. Uh, it really kicked off the the trip. You know, we landed and then we already had that just nice jump start into our our. Was uh, he holding a sign at Gamezilla Media? <laughs> yeah, right. That'd have been cool. <laughs> no, he uh, he was he he got surprised. I, I took him a a new Gamezilla shirt because I realized yeah, he didn't yeah. have one, and I was like, if he's gonna be picking us from the airport and taking us around, like the least I can do is make sure I get him a shirt. So, and then. Um, Phantom Joe got bought him dinner and everything as a thank you too. So he took us to dinner to this uh this cool like market that like everything was like mom and pop owned like kind of like 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 Quincy Market when you went to Boston like yeah. it just was cool because it was like all this unique different food and we tried a bunch of it. it was and it was real good. So thanks again, Sean. It was uh it was a lot of fun. So um my negative. Okay, here's just the event. Let's talk like this could be like a precursor to the news. The the I have no idea. <laughs> okay? I just wanted to thank everybody. I had a good time, but here's my problem. What was Riot thinking? Okay? If I have any fans other than Sean that have some tie to Oakland and a and, uh, DeBrutish one, I apologize. But what the hell did you have that event at, at Oracle for? I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand because... I was like, we'll stay at the hotel closest to the arena. Makes sense to me. I'll even pay a premium if there was one. But in fact, it was the cheapest hotel, even though it was closest to the stadium. Like, 
I and I'm like, oh yeah, but there there'll be food and and there'll be things for us to do and stuff like that. And that's when Sean's like, man, you in the hood? And I'm like, what do you mean I'm in the hood? He's like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty hood where you're staying. I'm like, all right, well, like, should I leave? Like, should I change? Like, this is like, I had I had less than 24 hours to make an adjustment. And he's like, well, you don't have to change. I mean, like, just you know, probably don't go out after dark. And like, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh man, like, what did I get? And I felt bad because all the other guys that are coming on this trip with me and and but they all agreed we're gonna stick with it we're not worried and then we get there and i'm like oh boy this is this is rough okay this is rough and we're from detroit so (laughs) that's the important thing to remember is it's not like we're from beverly hills or something (laughs) like oh we're in oakland we're something like we live right outside of detroit like if we could probably throw a football between here and Detroit where we're sitting right yeah. now. So we know a little bit about rundown cities. Yeah. So and and to my you know, because of that we we have some street smarts where we never really felt like uncomfortable, but but we could tell just the struggle that the city is having. And just we didn't like again, the more and more like Sean took us around and then when we finally went to the event, we just started to question like why? Like California is your home state for riot. Their 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 headquarters are built out of California, mm-hmm. not Oakland, but they're built out of California. And like to me, it was just like, why Oakland? Like what what was the decision? And everyone's answer was the same. They must have got a amazing deal to get that space. It was like, hey, we'll give it to you for free as long as you just put an event here, you know. And obviously, the the big thing with Oakland is like they're they're losing the Raiders. Uh, the Golden the Golden State Warriors, your NBA champs, are talking about leaving. The Athletic uh, A's or whatever are talking about leaving as well, and that's it. You you have no teams; they're gone. And so you have this like you have this Oracle Arena, and then right behind it you have the Coliseum. They're like right next to each other, and you have this crazy area that nothing's being built around because they have no idea if they'll even have a professional team in the next couple of years. And because of it. They're also fighting the 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 crazy outbreak of of um, homeless, just tent cities and and everything around, and it's super sad. But it's just like, you know, San Francisco is dealing with a similar issue. It was like when you think of Detroit, because we have a problematic city that's on. You know, things are getting better in certain areas, but we have a problematic city. When you think about around LCS. Or around or L- LCA or around Ford Field or something like that, right? You think those are the pocket, the nice pockets, right? Like I can go there and I can walk around the stadium and be pretty comfortable, and I can find a restaurant and enjoy it and all that stuff, right? It's it's like there's nothing around these stadiums. There's there's no you can't build a vacation around this unless you stay in San Francisco and travel to this arena and then travel back to San Francisco and, and do your and, and continue your trip. So where we went to Boston last year and Toronto the year before that and we had just a a whole city of things to, you know, to enjoy, go to the games, go find a cool bar or or a great place for dinner, it, it all worked. Here it was like, okay, walk straight to the stadium with your head on a swivel. And then walk straight back, and if it, and if the game goes too long, you don't walk back, you Uber back, and that was it. And it was like like we were like, okay, uh, we need to pause playing league to go get dinner, and we'll order extra food and bring it back to the to the room because after this point of time, you don't go back outside. <laughs> 
Now, mind uh, you, the second we walked into our hotel, it started. It was like, oh boy, what have we gotten ourselves into? I'm pretty sure there's a prostitute ring working in this ho- that ru- that runs their their business inside this hotel. You picked the best hotel. <laughs> you yeah. took our boys yeah. to to a hotel full of whores. Yeah, that's amazing. You we, did a great job playing this trip. Yeah, yeah. Got, so we don't have to take care of the community. So then, we get, <laughs> yeah. so then we get to the counter and they only have one room for us. Now, mind you, they said we had two rooms and they'd be connected. We have one room. They say we don't have a second room. They end up figuring it out. They get us our second room. They're not next to each other. They're across the hall, whatever. And <laughs> Phantom Joe and Dark Phoenix go into the room. And it's, you know, I'm like, okay. We open our room. I kid you not. <laughs> Someone left that room 30 seconds before we got there and left the biggest cloud of weed I have ever seen in my entire life. I had an instant contact high, okay? Like, my room smelt like weed the entire weekend. It's a good room. And, yeah, a good weekend. Yeah, and here's the deal, is that uh, you... We, we started playing a game of how many pockets of that smell do we hit as we travel around, not just our hotel, but we, as we head to the arena and stuff like that. It was everywhere. And yes, it's I know it's legal there and stuff like that, but um, my room, uh, 248, had a giant no smoking sign right on it. Like, it was a no smoking room. So, even if it is legal, you're not supposed to be doing anything in that room. Enough of my. Well, okay, just to be clear, yeah. were there also no prostitution signs in the room? Because, no, those, I mean, that's. No, a, no okay, that, okay. That, there Fair were no name. signs for that. So, okay. I mean, you know, I know what's going on, but. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's some things that happened that I can't even. I can't even talk about on the show because of because of what's going on. Like, I've already kind of got <laughs> into the. Uh, but I can't get into them. Coming soon to Patreon. I Grimlock t- Uncensored. I can tell you. Yeah. The, I can tell you my first morning, uh, at, you know, of our stay when we went downstairs to like check out, to scope out breakfast. The entire lobby was covered in police officers. <laughs> and Maybe I they were at like, the convention there. Don't I, just assume there was a crime. Yeah, no, they were, I they found, were for the breakfast. No, man. because yeah. I found out what the, the crime. Breakfast. I found out what the crime was. So there was a crime. There was no breakfast. No, there <laughs> was. That's there just was a crime. There was breakfast. There was breakfast. It was just questionable. So we decided not to eat it in fear that we wouldn't be able to go to league, the league matches. <laughs> but Good none, call. but Good anyways, call. okay, we had a lot of and, and to be fair, we found it funny and we and it made our it made our trip right. Like we we enjoyed it in a way. But the problem, the major issue that I'll close this out is is that the facility they chose, the Oracle Arena that they chose, um, it is, it was a joke. Uh, when we got in. Everything was fine. There was a guy that was like driving a cart. Was like, "Hey, would you guys like a ride up all the way to the stadium?" And we're like, "Oh yeah, sure." Like everything was great. Got inside. I have a defibrillator, right? Okay, I got the I got the heart issue. I have a little device in me. I'm not supposed to walk through metal detectors. I have card that I carry with me, and I explained it every time I go up to something like this. And I explained. I show the guy. He's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, we'll just walk through." I was like, "No, man. Like I can't, I'm not supposed to walk through these." It can set this off. Like, yeah, 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 no, but just walk through. I'm like, w- no, like, is it off? He's like, just yeah, yeah, just walk through. And so I do because like the guy's not like letting me get out of line, and nothing happens. Okay, so I'm good. But the very next day, they were like, oh, oh, like different people at the at this thing. They're like, oh, 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 you have to. Oh, okay, hold on, move the gate. They're like, yeah, just walk around here. Don't walk through that. 
I'm like, what did I do yesterday? What did you do to me yesterday? So I'm like, okay. And that's, okay. That's, and then, I'm like, come on, man. I already hate dealing with this, but here we go. So, okay. So here's where Jazzy's going. To, I'm going to get some eyeballs from Jazzy. I already know. Mm. I think I'm, I think I might get eyeballs from all of you. Mm. Okay. We walk in. Saturday, first day. What, Jazzy, what have you learned from going to league events? What do you do first if you want to spend money? Go directly to the shops. Yes. Like you can't, like yes. you literally get there early and run to the shops because yes. everything sells out and like they already J- sold out. Jazzy, you nailed it to, You nailed it perfectly. But you also used the word that I really, really appreciate in this. You said the word shops, plural. Mm-hmm. Jess, how many shops were there to this, this time? <laughs> Please tell me there was one. There was one shop. <laughs> one. One. No table set up Jazzy, around or nothing. Tell me how big the shop was. Probably the size of the small shop. It's the, the other size ones? of this studio. Oh, and by this God. studio, I mean the green screen cutout. <laughs> Jazzy, I got there when the doors opened. How long do you think the line was? Uh, you. Back to where that guy picked you up in the cart? <laughs> if it went out the door, you might be accurate. But it went in, the, it rung around the stadium. It was an hour and a half line oh, to buy geez, no way. to buy gear because they had one shop. When I walked in, the shop was unboxing their product. They hadn't even put their product on the shelves yet. Okay, <laughs> you could have just taken a couple of boxes and set up a little like box. Now, <laughs> let's shift it a little bit further, Jazzy. <sighs> what do you do when you're hungry? You eat food. Oh, you eat food. Jazzy, how many places do you think you could eat food in this stadium? In this stadium? Yeah. Well, I would hope at least like 30 plus. It was one. <laughs> one. Like one, a, one food court. One, it wasn't a food court, Jazzy. Just one food it stand. It was one food stand. How many? How many tickets did they sell to this event? Do you know? It it was it was in the upwards. I'm look it up. Yeah, look it up. I would say I think numbers were down, but I still think this was ten to fifteen thousand people. Well, yeah, which is crazy. I mean, the the wrestling event Test and I went to last weekend. There was one merch booth, so I understand that. But there was plenty of places to eat. One place. Now, mind you. As the day went on, I think they realized and they and they tried to. How do you not know that? This is what I mean, man. I don't like. It makes no sense to me. But it was one place, two hour wait. I don't care if you wanted just a water, two hour wait. Okay, so here's here's where I bring Deadite in. Okay, now Deadite, you like <laughs> to partake. In the alcohol beverage. Oh yeah, I've been known to dabble a time or two. Uh, last we, week's show, maybe I had three or four. Yeah, and I think we all like to drink uh, some H two O sometimes. Okay. Yeah. I think it's kind of important to survive. Now, if you uh, we're all in the stadium, we're having a good time, and you're like, I'm gonna go grab a beer. Would you like a beer? I'd say yeah. And then and then you're like, I'm gonna grab a water too. So two beers and one water. How much does that cost? I'm guessing it was twenty six dollars. Thirty nine dollars. Whoa! Okay. Thirty nine dollars. 
first off, let, let me throw this out there for you. One, I would never buy water at a concert like that. I drink out of the sinks in the bathroom. I do it all the time. It's free. You buy bottled water at a show and you're a sucker. But those are some expensive beers. I wouldn't pay for it. $39. Now, mind you, this was... Uh, I'd probably drink my, my own urine before I paid $39 for three drinks. This was Phantom Joe that went and did this. It wasn't me. I, w- I wouldn't have done it either. But it gets better when Dark Phoenix decided he wanted a mixed drink. Dark Phoenix is a man who likes to party. Wanted, he's, a, he's a good time. He wanted a mixed drink and he wanted a water. Okay? Mixed drink and a water. He, uh, he... Slam your mixed drink, fill your cup up in the bathroom. Right. You're good, man. And he thought in his head, he goes, hey, the lines are long. It's going to be pricey. I'm going to get a double yeah, yeah. on this mixed drink. Yeah, good call. Okay. Double mixed drink, one, and a water. How much do you think it was? A, a do- so the double's probably 20 bucks, and the water is probably $10. Like I, I'm trying to figure out the math from the first thing. $39! <laughs> What is going on? Oh, man. Yeah, so we quickly learned we are not going to eat here. We're not going to drink here. We're going to pregame. We're going to grab That's some food on That's more expensive than the- Disney World yeah, by I, a long I, shot. Yeah, and we're in a just a crap a crap hole. I'm sorry. I don't have much else to say. I was, I was like... And everyone's like, well, you know, maybe uh, maybe Oracle just didn't understand what this was. I was like, this isn't Oracle, though. The people running these booths, the people bringing this apparel, the people that, like, yes, the food courts are being are, are run by staff, but everything else is Riot. Riot would choose how much apparel they're going to ship, and, and, and even, like, the layout, like... Oracle didn't say here's how your how your stage has to look in the middle of the stadium. Riot decided that. And so like they decided how many shops they were going to have. And I kid you not like the last two, this is my third in a row. The last two before this event was like shop-wise there were there had to be 10 shops in the minimum. And and food everything was open at these facilities. Here it was that one place and the one shop and then again as the day went on where we sat which you had to have access to the lower bowl and a special section because we had like perfect seats. There was a like lower level like restaurant area that did eventually open up to sell food and they threw some like uh, cart tables out there and threw stuff over them and, and kind of opened like a, you know, I guess a shop, but it, but they didn't even have enough, uh, enough, uh, items to make two shops work and that's what blew my mind was like 100 thieves were there and they didn't even have their jerseys it it, it's like oh um yeah what mouse pads do you have this one this this is the mouse pad we have like oh you don't have more than one nope we have this mouse pad okay well i'll take a c9 jersey walks back here's the hand sits down a team liquid jersey no i want a c9 jersey what's that one (laughs) <laughs> it, it's it's that one right there. I pointed at it the first time. Yeah. I um yeah, I was so disappointed with this event. I have no idea what Riot was thinking. Like I mean, we read the articles of them cutting budget on esports and stuff like that, but we like, can't find it. They don't this, have it anywhere. I, I doubt yeah. Hey, I don't even know if it's public yet because it just it just, yeah, it just ended happened. yesterday. So but it just to me was like it was the most half put together event that I've been to in a long time and that was super crushing to me because Spidey 2KX and um, Dark Phoenix, this is their first time. And so, you know, Joe, uh, Phantom Joe was really upset because 
he wanted the experience, his first experience like he had in Boston. That's what he wanted for them. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't there. The, and, and the crowd wasn't there, which is surprising to me because you're in your home state, you know, for Riot. And I just to me, I, I, it, was a, it was a miss. And we made a good trip out of it, but wow. And, and I'm I'm going to be writing uh, Riot about this. I I think I'll uh, I'll be doing some form of a blog, uh, but you know overall I'm glad that we could have a good time and I had a blast with with my friends. But what a disaster by Riot uh, for and the games were great and, and and everything else like the the production of the actual games were done well. It's just everything around it that made no sense to me. You could have put you could you could have put this in any other city. And it would have been an improvement. All right. I'm sorry. I hijacked the show. I needed to say that, though. <sighs> yeah. Unbelievable. Disappointing. Unbelievable. You dodged, you dodged one, Jazzy. I, yeah. I will say that. You dodged I'm, one. <laughs> I mean, I literally would have starved to death on this trip, it sounds like, because I didn't partake this time due to some financial situations that I'm going through. And now knowing that I would have had to pay $39 for a water and half a hot dog, I would, I would have died. I would have starved I, yeah. to death. Yeah, you you know, I would have I would have looked at those prices and I would have been like, I will die here. You will you will watch me die in front of you for price gouging. I you, I wouldn't have stood for it. You go out to the little condiment area, just take off your shoe, put some mustard and ketchup. Yeah. Like I'm eating this. Now. I would have. I you know you guys know I'm ridiculous. I would have like protest like found. I would have been eating like old programs that they had laying around for sports teams. I'd be like, no, we're not having this. <sighs> okay, well let's uh, let's go ahead and move into the so the actual news. So, uh, did I? Well, before we get to the news, oh sorry, we got we got announcements. Oh okay. Oh ooh ooh ooh. ooh. Test. Why don't you take us into our first announcement? Let me give you some announcement music. And this is hype announcement. Okay, for those of you. In the Metro Detroit area, there is a phenomenal gaming tournament coming up that you need to know about, and more importantly, you need to be there. We've got the Morelli Video Game Tournament coming live to you, if you're there, on September 29th, with all proceeds going to ALS of Michigan. Now, if you guys are not following us on Facebook. If you're not in the Discord, get on GameZillaMedia.com to find out all about this event. It's $10 to get in. First prize takes home $75 and your name on an illustrious gaming trophy. There's never been a repeat winner first place of this event. You could start your legacy on the 29th of September. We're in the presence of champions, though. We are. We are. I believe... uh, Jazzy, you're one of the hey, people Grimm, that hey, Grimm's a runner-up. I'm, I'm, runner yeah, I'm a runner-up. Yeah, and I got third He's last due. time. You know, so I'm I mean, we, we've all taken home something, but Jazzy's never going to win again because that's the curse. That's it. It is. Uh, I think I've made it to the bracket once. I've been to four events. I think I made. It, I won, and then the other three times I only made it to the bracket one out of those other three times. Yep. Yep. Because I, I knocked you out. Yeah. So anybody yeah. in the Metro Detroit like area it. or anybody who feels like coming out to an awesome event, almost the entire local Games of the Media community is going to be there. I think the entire team is going to be there. Um, 10 bucks to get in. Saturday, September 29th from 5 p.m. to midnight. Tournament starts promptly at 6 o'clock. 
see us on Facebook, get in the Discord. We've got a channel in our Discord about the Morelli video game tournament. Ask all your questions. We hope to see you there. All right, another another hot announcement, and I'm coming to everyone who's listening to this podcast and watching the stream now. It is my honor to officially make this announcement. It's been teased at. It's been hinted at a little bit, but this coming Friday, the GameZilla Media family is expanding by one more show. We have one more show joining the GameZilla Media Network, joining um, our, our website, GameZillaMedia.com, and... It is Movie Blast with Bob and Bax. It's starring Ecto and Sci-Fi AJ, and they're gonna you know, every single week they're gonna take you through about twenty to forty minutes of talking about a movie. They're gonna you know range a lot of different genres, a lot of different topics. Joe's gonna start off. You're gonna learn a little bit about the movie. Boys are gonna take you through a uh, you know a run through of the synopsis. They're gonna talk about some things they love about the film, things that they didn't love. Hit you with some uh, some reviews about the movie, and uh, it's a really fun time. It's cool because you you know it's a it's a nice thirty minutes, forty minutes. Um, you know it's it's nice to kind of kick up your day and, and think about some movies and have some laughs with Bob and Bax. So that's Movie Blast with Bob and Bax hitting GameZillaMedia.com this. Friday, September 14th. Mark your calendar and it will be coming to iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, all the great places you can find the other GameZilla Media podcasts like Legend of Retro, Last Action Podcast, Noobs and Dragons, GameZilla Alpha. You're going to be able to find it in all the same great places you can. It's Movie Blast with Bob and Bax. Keep your eyes up for that subscription and keep your clicking fingers set to GameZillaMedia.com to download that on Friday. All right, now let's get into some news. Me. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monster story of yours? Download. All right, topic number one. We have some Switch games seemingly won't support cloud saves after uh, the big announcement of cloud saves. We're now finding out it is uh, only going to be certain games and not others. And um, basically, I think why we wanted to talk about this is Nintendo Online is already a huge question mark. The the uh, Nintendo Direct that we were supposed to get that we believed to be coverage of the uh, Nintendo Online service was delayed due to an earthquake um, or earthquake was that it right it was an earthquake yeah they, yeah. they got hit yeah. with a typhoon a couple yeah. weeks ago yeah. and then the earthquake happened like hours before they yeah. were going to do the direct right so um you know with that we still don't know a lot and but but some things le- have leaked out because of the delay and one of those is this um strange situation where some games aren't going to be supported and it starts to fragment it, again, it starts to create some confusion around this as far as like what you know, what is, what's not, and the the um, marketing on the back of the boxes of the games. Some stating that they do support cloud saves, some say nothing. You know, but they're games that you would believe should support cloud save, like let's say Mario Odyssey or Breath of the Wild, things that don't necessarily rely on a server based. You know, uh, game. Not that there's a ton of those out there for the Switch, but still, I thought it was interesting that before the system even launches, before anything's even really revealed, we find out that there's going to be compatibility issues with 
first party games is what it looks like. Yeah. And Nintendo has responded finally to the, this article was uh, was from IGN and they hadn't heard from Nintendo. Nintendo had has responded and saying part of the reasoning uh, Nintendo's official statement explains to ensure fair play um, in relation to online games. So the vast majority of Nintendo Switch games will support save data cloud backup. However, in certain games, this feature would make it possible, for example, to uh, regain items that had been traded to other players or revert to a higher online multiplayer ranking that had been lost to ensure fair play save data cloud backup may not be enabled for such games. And that part, like, confuses me because, like... So it's multiplayer? Pretty much anything multiplayer is not going to be... Rank- Cloud safe. Yeah, but ranking is ser- is server based. But I bet it's not for Splatoon. And that's my pro- yeah. That's my question: is 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 the the infrastructure that they've built on some of these games so janky that you could actually exploit this? I mean, we already know. We already know that the Splatoon ranking system is just a guy with yarn that like puts your name to like a pin in your ranking because people are cheating and getting to the top and all this other stuff so the ranking system is already awful I love I love your examples they yeah are, they are the best in the industry yeah. they are the best in the industry <laughs> that would, I mean I, I'm not lying that's what it is <laughs> I've seen it firsthand. <laughs> Um they ran out of yarn one day asked me to go get some I, I, I just think that this this coming out ahead of the other information is just it's disappointing it's 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 this isn't a huge deal. Like, I'm not sitting here trying to be like, oh, my God, what a disaster. Like, I don't personally care if my data is cloud-saved or not. Like, I have cloud-saved functionality on my PS4 and my Xbox, and I, and I don't – and I, I rarely use it. Like, I don't even think about using it. So, I mean, it's not a huge deal to me, but it is a huge deal to some people. And to find out that, like, Pokemon, the new Pokemon Let's Go, uh, will not support this is, you know, because they're worried about item replication – like to me that just seems like you knew that Nintendo Online was coming. You've known it since the day you launched the Switch, since before the you launched the Switch. But, you know, we knew that Nintendo Online was something that was being that was coming eventually. And you knew Cloud Save was a fun, was was going to be a, a you know, a item for that service. And yet Pokémon Let's Go can't support it. And that's where I'm like, it's not a Capcom game that can't support it. It's it's like it's like direct games that I'm surprised can't support it. And like, yeah, maybe they can f- correct it down the road. But this is just kind of questionable to me. It's it puts another little just kink in the chain of like, do I tr- like? I just don't trust this. I don't see. I don't see what they're about to deliver being this amazing thing. It's just gonna be another mess that Nintendo attempts to call their online service. And that, like, it's it's disappointing. How big of an issue is this since the memory of the Switch is already quite low? Well, So, like, being able to save stuff on the cloud opens up the ability to put a lot more onto your Switch that you could save and then recall and stuff like that, right? No. I mean, you're talking save files, which are minimal in size. I don't think, you know, you're really worrying about too much. Um, The problem is... What if you're Juno Jade, though, and you save, like, every four minutes so your save files are giant? I think even when I was playing Skyrim, I was saving new files almost every time, and it just doesn't doesn't amount to much. It doesn't eat up? Okay. 
I, I didn't know. Didn't it's know. not eat up size. It's, it's backup, right? It's that they, you know, you drop your switch, it breaks, or you know, your switch gets stolen. You buy a new one or something like that to be able to log in and pull pull those saves back so that you don't have to start a game over. Right, is is the key piece here. And a game like Pokemon seems to me like a very like that's something that I would love to have that feature for. In that sense, that if something went wrong. And I had put hundreds of hours into this game, collecting all these Pokemon that, like, I could recover. And and yeah, we could see PokeBank down the road, and we could see things. But but this is just—it's supposed to be simple. And when you go again, you don't have to look far. You just go look at PS4, Xbox, and go. Their cloud, their cloud service works for all their games. This is just another example of Nintendo just being behind the ball. You know, everybody's yeah. talking about this direct and like, I want to see what Nintendo Online is all about. I want to see what Nintendo Online is all about. I mean, he- here's the bottom line. We know 90% about Nintendo Online already. There's no- there's nothing else to talk about. It's going to be play online, you know, uh, cloud save backups with exceptions and, you know, some free retro games. It's, it's an interesting territory with Pokemon Let's Go specifically because every other Pokemon game to date, portable Pokemon game to date, has saved on the cartridge, mm-hmm. right? right? And obviously that, you know, maybe the read-write functionality just is not in these Switch cartridges. You cannot write these Switch cartridges. And if that's the Do case... Do we know for sure that's the case? We, we don't, I'm saying, but if that is the case, yeah. if it's not the case, then this is completely unexcusable. Um, Splatoon 2 not being server-based is also... So it's not server-based... You, you can't use the cloud storage to save it because they're afraid of, you know, people uh, manipulating the save file or whatever, recovering old backups. You can't use the SD card to save it because they're worried about people gaining root access to the Switch and hacking it. Like, h- how do you come out with a system that literally has no no secure way? You've built nothing secure. You don't have your SD card secure. You obviously don't have the right capabilities secure. You don't have your online cloud secure. Like, what are you doing with saves? Because honestly... Sounds a lot like Dreamcast. Yeah, honestly, I, I'm sick. <laughs> Here, <laughs> I'm sitting 15 here. minutes, and like you know, I, I I even think about it when I take my switch to work. When I take my switch, I mean, I take my switch with me everywhere. But if I take it somewhere new, right? It's sitting in the car in a parking garage after Deadite and I went, you know, to a nice city downtown, um, you know, to watch a wrestling event yesterday. I'm thinking, am I going to be okay if I lose all my Zelda data? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll get over it. Like if I play it again, I play it again. I'm probably never going to resurface my current save file and play again. So if I lose it, I lose it, I guess. But like. Pokemon specifically, this has never, ever, ever been an issue. And yep. this is an issue that's been created because of the way the console operates, yep. which is just a bad, it's just it's just bad business. Yeah, that's so this is the problem is that it comes back to the architecture of the system and the problems they're having with it. And so let me, I got to correct myself because I, I misspoke just a second earlier. Um, the Breath of the Wild and, and Odyssey do do have the um, note on the back that says a Nintendo Switch Online membership sold sold separately is required for save data cloud backup. But the uh, pages and the released artwork for games like Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and Pokemon, like we were saying, do not. And 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 there's other games out there that are that are questionable right we don't know and so to me it's like when you're about to roll out a system this month right it's still coming out i'm not crazy right it's still coming out this month so like unless there's another there's so much just cloudy confusion around it that to me i just i um 
I don't like it. And 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 the only thing that concerns me is that we watch systems like the Dreamcast. And I'm not saying Sega was healthy when this happened, but you watch systems that were blatantly shown how non-secure they were. And the lifespan of those systems suffered. So is this the, the Nintendo Switch just being behind the ball in, I guess, what would could be considered non-cartridge-based technology no, and saves? Or is this just it's the they actual, rushed the Switch so fast because of how poorly the Wii U did, they just overlooked some of this stuff it, that they should have caught? It could have been the rush of the system, sure. But realistically, it is the architecture of the system, the way the CPU is designed and the flaws it has, the way, like you said, the SD card slot and the root, you know, being able to root a system. Like, they, they don't have the protection in place that a lot of these other you know companies do and and it's surprising from a company that is so protective of their of their stuff that that this somehow slipped through the cracks i don't i don't know but then again our saved data is not their stuff true you know so it's it's the core problem with this is nintendo's ability to wrap their head completely around an encryption that's unique and you know, honestly, unbreakable, but it, it, a, a big enough deterrent so they don't have to worry about it. I mean, I get the SD card thing, right? I get it. The Wii was hacked in four seconds when it was launched, you know, using the memory card and using a, a, a launch title at that. Twilight Princess plus a memory card meant your Wii became a Raspberry Pi before a Raspberry Pi was a thing. Yep. And it was idiot proof. You could do it in minutes. They didn't want that to happen again. I get it. But now you're putting the save data in a cloud that you own and control, and you still can't stop me from what deleting, you know, oh, I lost three ranked matches in Splatoon, so I guess I'm going to delete my save file, pull it back from the cloud, and now I'm back to my rank. How stupid is that? How do they yeah. not have a way to say, no, 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 you delete, your, you delete your save file on your console. That deletes it from the cloud. You're SOL. Like, just stupid stuff, yeah. but it's... It makes me worry about Nintendo Online. Because well, all that shows... You'd think with Nintendo Online, a lot of this stuff should go server-based. You'd think... But I mean, they've been behind the ball. It's and I get it. Nintendo's core audience or core desire and love is to be a portable gaming system for you and your friends to play on the couch and do whatever. But they're never good. They've the the glass ceiling they've got right now. It's covered in red and it says Nintendo. Like the the only thing holding them back from really becoming. Nintendo again, like Nintendo, the, the the beast, big N, is themselves. They've put themselves in a box, and this is just another stupid thing that says, look it, we don't know how to make this work like everybody else does, so I hope your Switch doesn't break because you're losing all your Pokemon. And that's the problem I have is that everything has cloud-based now. I mean, we we, we have Google Drive, we have... We have um uh, Dropbox. We had like it. Does, you can look anywhere. My phone has cloud cloud backup. My computer has cloud backup. My, my gaming cou- mouse has cloud backup. My your gaming mouse. Uh, you actually can save uh, some yeah. of your some of your. <laughs> you're right. Uh, you're 100 right. And so like to me, I just can't fathom how your handheld device, this device you built that you want people to take around with them. Yes, you can play it at home, but you you, you know I take it everywhere with me. This device that is more prone to being damaged and, and broken and or stolen and stuff like that. And and you can't offer me a complete solution for a for a cloud backup system. In this in this day and age where like everybody 
offer some form of cloud backup features. And that's where I'm just like, what, what, why do we keep seeing the same thing happen where it's just Nintendo, like you said, being behind? It's like, well, eventually, eventually you just got to stop being behind. Eventually you just got to like realize it's not hard for someone like uh, for us, you know, a smaller podcast to sit there and look at it and be like, hey, uh, I can see the industry and see cloud based uh, cloud based everything. I mean, we work in IT. Like, cloud based is a major function of our daily lives when it comes to work, and you can't make it work on your system. It's just it's unacceptable. All right, deadite. Since we're gonna be we're gonna stop crapping on Nintendo now because we can do it forever. Picture this scenario. I'm picturing it. I'm, I'm my imagination station is up and running. You've purchased yourself, aka Pokey L. Let's go Eevee or Pikachu. Pikachu was purchased on the 16th. Mm-hmm. Hours are spent. Uh, probably a hundred hours are spent between that and an arbitrary date of December 8th. <laughs> yeah. December 8th. She's walking down the stairs to the Nintendo lounge. She drops, breaks. What, what is now her switch and she's like <laughs> it's okay I'm sorry we'll get another one I just want to get my Pokemon back mm-hmm. how does that conversation go when there's nothing saved and the data is unrecoverable so here's how the conversation goes listen lady just like every other time I told you not to break that because you'd lose all your monsters you've broken that now you've lost all your monsters and that'd be the end of that conversation <laughs> would there, there be, be tears, tears? <laughs> oh there'll be there'll be so- okay she could br- she could drop it right now with no Pokemon on it and she would be emotionally devastated about breaking the switch she because I'm super careful with it if she broke it she would be so upset um but yeah you know it's ridiculous it's ridiculous that that's not a something that can be solved because before it like I I will only take one Pokemon game at a time out of my house because like oh what if I lose my DS or something I want to lose all my Pokemon but if it's not going to be cartridge bake it based if you break that system you really are in trouble there's no popping the game out and getting your monsters off of it so right well like uh, invalid another fan of the show like he he traded in, he traded in his uh, Pokemon game thinking he transferred all of his Pokemon to his Pokebank before he did that found out he didn't he went back to the store and like they went through like 30 games and popped them into a DS to find which one was his so that he could recover it and he rebought the game back from them after trading it in like he was able to at least do that yeah. you're not, you're not going to be able to do that anymore and that's it, it's just yeah it's silly when it's like Oh, I broke my phone. Uh, Verizon sends me a new one. I hit two buttons, and my phone is back to the the exact form it was, yeah. you know, before I dropped it. Same it, with my computer. Especially same with since every. she's caught all of them. Yeah. You, yeah. Right. The second she catches that last one and she's completed it, she just like throws her hands up because she's like <laughs> excited, and then accidentally drops the switch and loses everything. And it's not just hers either. Yeah. It's right. hers. It's yours. Yeah. Did yeah. you let one of your? Did you let your nephew play? Do you have right. any Pokemon? Like it's everybody's. So, so the the thing is, is this is a new unique problem that didn't exist before in Pokemon because it was a cartridge based save. Um, and I understand that it's super important for the Pokemon community to not have rampant cheating because when I played competitively online, it drove me nuts that I was running into all these hacked Pokemon and things like that. Um, but there, there just has to be a better solution than sorry, no cloud saves. Unless they're going to come out with a Pokebank that is included 
in the price of your uh, Nintendo Online. Maybe I could see that as a viable thing I'd be fine with, but... We won't um, we won't see Pokemon Bank on this game until yeah. weeks before the next one comes well, yeah, out. This, you know, this is a toilet Pokemon game. I'm not even that worried about. I'm it. I'm super excited. <laughs> I mean, I'm buying it. But. I like toilets. All right, we're moving right into our Patreon news topic Ooh. of the week, and uh, this week we had our patrons vote. Our patrons vote every week, where they get to select a winner and a loser. What was our loser this uh, this week? Our loser was uh, they made an announcement that there is a VR experience that's going to be linked to Kingdom Hearts 3 that's coming to PlayStation VR. Oh, yeah, that's hot garbage. And by playing through this, I don't know, it made it sound like it was a 10 or 30 minute interactive video. It's kind of what it made it seem. You will be able to unlock more Kingdom Hearts related content. I don't know if that's for the Kingdom Hearts 3, but we're not going to go too deep into our thoughts about that, but that was the loser of the week. So if you would have rather us spent time talking about the Kingdom Hearts VR experience coming to the PlayStation VR, well, then you need to become a $10 patron so you can get your votes uh, counted. There you go. So our winner this week, though, was indeed the announcement of the new Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu Oh, is, is it just Pikachu, right? There's only no, one? No, no, there's, there's both. Oh, there is both. The Pikachu and Eevee, like, bundle edition. So you're going to get the Switch, two custom Joy-Cons, one Eevee color, one Pikachu color, uh, a dock that has some special graphics on it. Uh, it's basically Eevee and Pikachu on each side of the Nintendo Switch logo on the front of the dock. And then the Switch itself on the back of the uh, system, so the back of, you know, of the actual device, not the Joy-Cons, you have... Uh, what normally would just be a matte black uh, back with the <coughs> Switch logo, and now you have all these cool glossy silhouette uh, Pokemon image um, images, and that so it looks really cool, and uh, it includes the game pre-installed. So uh, and the Pokeball Plus and the Pokeball Plus. So Ooh. it is a complete package. Do we have a price point on this thing? It's four hundred dollars. Okay, four hundred bucks, which is exactly the price of the system plus the game, and you know, you yeah, so no break. You save ten bucks when you buy the game and the and the ball together anyway. So it's it's just that ten dollars savings, but you add the three hundred dollars for the Switch. Gotcha. And you're getting the custom Joy Cons that are only available via the bundle, along with the dock and and the Switch, and then a cool custom. You know, probably, box probably only available with the bundle. The Mario Joy Con did release separately in Japan okay. with the last special edition console, gotcha. but we'll. we'll see. I'm sure the dock and the Switch will not be sold separately. So this is our first special edition like custom artwork on the dock, on the back of the Switch. Like, yes, we had a Mario bundle and we had a Splatoon bundle and they came with, you know, different colored Joy-Cons, but this is the first time where we're actually seeing artwork put on uh, additional items. Well, what do we, first of all, let's just go around thoughts on the design. I, I like the design. Okay, you a like lot. The, yeah. yeah. I, I like... The characters all look real smooth. The co the colors work together, I think. The Eevee and the Pikachu colors. I like how uh, Pikachu's got like that like full-on like kind of porn lay going across the front of that. Where he's like, hey, <laughs> come play come Jeez. play your Switch. Shut wow. up his mic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's how Way it is. Way to take it. Pokemon from it a is. kid's game to an adult-oriented uh, video game. I, I I see what you're saying with with the image and, and you couldn't and have used the word like seductive pose. You had to say porn lay. No, it's the porn lay. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Dead, let's just move. This I'm is, gonna buy Jazzy a thesaurus for his can birthday. Can we just move to Dead Eye? <laughs> can we just move we, to yeah, Dead Eye? Yeah, we're gonna get off a tangent about skinny cow right now. So just do what you do what you gotta do over there, Dead Eye. <laughs> 
Uh, so, so you want to know what I think of this? I think uh, I think the ga- the graphics on the Switch dock are cool, um, and I really like the back of the system. What I don't like at all is the Joy-Cons. Yep. The, the yellow Joy-Con, I would have loved to see that be a yellow Joy-Con with red buttons yep. um, for you know, Pikachu's cheeks. The, okay, I don't really enjoy gold as a color. I just don't like it. So that you have one yellow, one gold. Is it not, gold? I mean, it's I, brown. I, it I looks think it's more gold. like brown. It like, doesn't look that brown to me. It just looks it's like a brown champagne. Just if we want to call it gold, it's like it's like a, I mean, Joy-Cons are matte, right? Yeah. So like it doesn't have like, the. it's not like gold gold. It's not like N64 gold control. It's like ugly or yellow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's like baby food yellow. Yeah. There we go. So to me, that, that, that left Joy-Con looks pretty bad. And so they, they're, they're similar enough colors where you go, why don't those match? It's not yeah. like your red and blue ones where you're like, oh, those are cool. It's like, uh, it, it, it almost looks like you have the, the store brand one on the right and the off brand one on the left. Or, or it kind of looks like you, uh, like half your Switch was baked in the sun for like 12 yes. years. And you have, yeah. Like, yeah, like you leave it on the windowsill the exact it's same like way a, and it like yeah. faded one of your joy yeah. yeah, it's like an SNES. Like you think about the old SNES that, that like have all turned like crusty yellow. Yeah. Like that's what I kind of feel like is that one of them have been, has just been seen too much uh, ultraviolet rays or whatever. Yeah. And, and, and so I, would have rather it been more of a true brown um and again i would have liked to see more color contrast you know and you you can see in our image if you're watching this on twitch that the little snap-on grips that they give you for the joy cons they're the opposite color of you know like the right one has the yeah the, the it's a yellow joy con with the ugly brownish like clip on and I, I i just don't like those joy cons i would have actually rather them both been yellow i'm sorry evie you're a fine pokemon you didn't need to be represented in the joy con coloring just give me yellow with red buttons make it the make them pikachu themed joy con and i would have been pretty excited about them yeah i think i mean you know before we move on to uh the the face of switch i'll give my just quick thing on this i i do agree with some of the fans that have been talking about this in the discord within the nintendo channel that um the they could have done something more with the dock than what looks like two and i know they're gonna be painted but it looks like just two stickers slapped on the front of the dock like and I get the color scheme that you're playing around with this whole thing, but like, if that dock was legit a Pokeball, like it was just red, white, mm. you know, like, like it red, white, and black, or whatever. Like, if it if it was a Pokeball, and it covered the whole thing, like that's cool to me. And like, and we've seen that, right? Because there's like skin, like a uh, skin uh, decals that you can you can turn your dock and look into cool things but i want to see it from nintendo and so for me i just this kind of comes back to uh what turned out to be kind of an unpopular opinion but it kind of comes back to a a little bit of a lazy design in the sense that of what the pro control the limited edition pro controller to me was I, i just thought it was like a stock controller with a quick little you know just quick little spray paint deca- uh, stencil on it and when you th- I think my problem is, is that when you look at the back of this thing and you look at the back plate of, of the actual switch it is so cool that I, you look at the rest of it and kind of go man I, I just you know I just don't get it and when it sits in the dock is the best it looks. If it sits in the dock with the Joy-Cons on it it makes the most sense. If I'm handhold this, this system which is primarily what I do, I, I'm right there with you, Dead Eye, where I feel like it, it, that the color scheme of the Joy-Cons make this, I don't like them. 
You know, I really like the back of this switch, and I'm excited that you know down the road, hopefully, we'll see more uh, limited editions like this for different games, and they'll be able to do cool things with like that. But this particular Joy-Con mashup and the and the and the dock are they're a miss for me. What if they make your dock the Pokeball dock, and then the center like button that you hit to open the Pokeball? When your switch is docked, they have some sort of lighting in there that like illuminates it to look like something's in the Pokeball. That'd be you could sell that system for fifty more bucks. It'd be that'd be closer to like what Xbox does with some of their limited you right. know stuff like yeah, that. Like that really would that, that would yeah. be way out in Nintendo's league. That'd be super cool. I'm saying yeah. that would be super cool, and they could I mean, easily even, put another fifty bucks in that and make it. Absolutely. Even my uh, even my 2ds XL that's a Pokeball. The the button is it doesn't do anything, but it's a phys- but it's a button like it lets you push it right like like an actual Pokeball button like on the front and, and it's got Dreamcast sound effects. Well, mine does. Yeah, thank, all <laughs> thanks all thanks to you. But I don't know. This to me just kind of feels again. It just kind of feels uh, half put together. What's half, the, what's half the put Foss together. think? What's the Foss? The face of Switch. So I, I don't hate it. I, I like it. I think it's a I think it's a nice go for a first-time, non-Joy-Con-only change of a bundle. Also, because we do have some pretentious lis- listeners, the plural of Joy-Con is Joy-Con. There's not, it's not like you have a left and right Joy-Cons. It's just a jo- it's just Joy-Con. It's the same word, just an FYI. So the Joy-Cons aren't, aren't custom Joy-Con. The, the Joy-Con are custom. Either way... Either way. Listen, if someone wants to correct me on that one, you can meet me in the Discord where I will use the full range of the English language to let you know you're a jam. Let's not get into the council oh, versus console debate. <laughs> so, um, I like it. Honestly, the only thing they would have had to have me do to buy this is kind of similar similar to what you're saying. Give me a, an all-red dock with whatever artwork you want and give me a white switch. Like just change the switch, change the shell. You can still even have like the impressions on the back be black, like the silhouettes. Yeah. But just give me a different looking switch that I know while looking at it at the front while I'm playing it that this is something different. This is unique. It's easy to spot. Um, but now I can't get over the fact of how cool the Pikachu Joy-Con would look with like red buttons or a red joystick. Yes. Now that that's been brought up, and the same thing like Eevee, if you were to do white accents or like that cream color accent, I really really like the Joy-Con. I like that the rail, you know, is is the offset color. Like I really really like that. But yeah, red buttons or white buttons would have really changed it. Um, a red dock and a white like I just want a different color body of the Switch. Everything's been black so far. Now this is the first attempt at anything custom, so I get it. But like I just want to see. But even just the buttons, like like I have again, I have the uh, NES Retro 3DS XL that has all the buttons are red. You know, like like they've done it before. It's not like it's not like we're asking them to do something that they've never done with with the, I, like literally the last generation of some of their systems. It's like why if you're gonna make a Pikachu controller, would you not put at least you know even just make the A and B buttons red. You know, like, because he only has two red cheeks, just make two buttons red. Like, like that to me would would even if I don't want the bundle, I'd be hopping on eBay seeing if I could snag a, a Pikachu Joy-Con just because of that. Do you think it's a miss that they put both of them on the bundled system? So the games are separate. Let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee, and you could buy the versions that will give you that game. Do you think they should have just made a Let's Go Pikachu bundle and a Let's Go Eevee bundle? That's what they have. 
Right, but right, but the Joy Cons, but the Joy Cons and everything are separate. So make a Pikachu bundle and then an EV bundle where they don't have both of them on the same system. I mean, it's just a lot more work than just changing what digital game is is on the system. Right. Which, that's another fault that I have. In certain countries, it's a physical game. I know in Japan, it's a physical game, and there's another, you know, bigger country that it's a physical game, because um, that's the, the internet screaming about why can't we get a physical game in the U.S. That's almost a, a hard no-go for me, because this is not a game I'm going to keep forever. This is not a game I want digitally, because there will be significant trade-in value, even a year and a half after it comes out because it's Pokemon. So mm-hmm. um, so it's a pass for right at this very second, but I don't know if it's going to remain a pass. Like if I walk in to pick up my game at midnight or 10 a.m. and there's one just sitting there, I don't know if I walk out without it. Here's here's where I'm super intrigued is that we finally see Nintendo pull the trigger on a, on a limited edition like artwork system, which means that when Metroid Prime f- you know, 4 comes out, could I actually now I have a little bit of like hope that we could see that being a such a big release and, and that they're going to build around it a custom bundle for that which then I would be thrilled if it was like a red and orange you know Joy-Con neon orange yeah I would glow I would oh man I would just be don't get his hopes up yeah. like that yeah but I'm at the I'm kind of in the same boat where like I'm I have some rail issues with my switch I have a little bit of warping going oh on. Oh God, my he's switch. gonna buy it. So he's like, gonna buy it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying like if I was in that same boat where I walked in and saw one like let's just say this. <laughs> we're both buying it. Yeah. We're both buying it about the six. It's gonna turn into a Nintendo 3DS situation well, where yeah. we're done oh, with the God. switch. Grim's gonna have twelve of them. But I mean the the 3DS is dying out. I need but, I need a new Nintendo thing to keep buying. But there is already super concrete ish le- le- leaks that there is a Smash Brothers system with the same setup. So the Joy-Con are different. The, we, we've only seen the Joy-Con in the front of the dock, but they're all custom. So you're going to so buy, so buy two yeah. between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, maybe. You got like, So your birthday's done. You got like an anniversary coming up. Yeah. Or, uh, I'm going to put it out there right now. Sweetest if, day? Sweetest day? If they do end up selling these Joy-Con opposite, right, so we get a Pikachu left and an Eevee right mm, yeah. for the Joy-Con, like I will buy those. I will buy those without a, without a question. And then I'll spend $150 on eBay to buy the ones that come out of the, the, the special edition so I have matching yeah. pairs. Then next year you'll have to buy a new one because it'll be like the one year anniversary Jigglypuff edition. Man, anniversary of what? Well, the I'm, Switch or the game? No, the game. That is the other thing before we move on is that is that now that we see a Pikachu and Eevee like, um, Joy-Con bundle, uh, could we see uh, separate Joy-Con Bundles. A Charmander pair. Yeah. Oh, like a, God. Yeah. Like a Charmander. Like a, like a red and orange that glow, like the Metroid ones. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we're gonna, they're going to glow, unfortunately. But, I mean, again, if you yeah, came out. that flame tail. What, just what, the if, flame what tail if it glows. came out with, like, a Bulbasaur green <laughs> and a Squirtle blue and then, like, a Charmander red and, like, like you know, like that. Those would be things I'd be interested in. Those are things I'm still kind of surprised that we haven't seen. But you know, yeah, those those are that's other stuff that needs to happen around Pokemon, and that needs to happen around. Uh, I mean, I don't think it'll happen around Smash Bros. But maybe you know, around Smash Bros. is is release those additional options because, I mean, yes, Tess likes Joy Cons, but like there are people on Insta- Joy Con. Sorry, Joy Con. There there are people out there on Instagram. <laughs> I that, got some Joy Con for you. Yeah, there are people out there on Instagram that all they do is collect Joy Con. They they have thirty of them already. And they customize them, and they do whatever they want. Yeah, but some of these people, they have like just like every single like Nintendo release color, and then yes, they have some like custom made stuff. But 
I don't know. I um, it's I'm, it's I'm okay. End up it's, o- this it's okay. I'm gonna end up buying it. I love the back of it. I, l- I absolutely love the back of the of the system. And then I sell I sell Deadite my my launch edition, so he has a switch again. There you go. It could happen. I am losing my switch here soon enough. Yeah. Do we want to give it a on a one to ten scale? How you feel about it? Is this the best thing they've done with the Switch so far when it comes to customization? After you wrote that scathing blog about how disappointing that uh, Pro controller was that for Smash it's Brothers? The be- I mean, yeah, it's the best thing they've done because I don't... I, like, the Splatoon controller wasn't anything that really, like, excited me. The uh, Xenoblade Chronicles uh, controller wasn't anything that, that, like, blew me away. It's the first thing they've done where it wasn't just a Joy-Con color, right? Well, Joy-Con color and then the Pro controller, like... The grip limit- color. Yeah, the grip yeah. colors and then, like, the weird, like splash of paint on them that jazzy so, made a better one <laughs> yeah yeah so for me yeah, mine goes in the dark yeah for me i mean yeah i have to give this the best uh, mainly for like what they're doing with the back of the system i like that one out of ten where are you at with it i'm lukewarm it's a five yeah i'm right in the middle like that's nothing great it's not it's not god awful but i just it's a miss for me i'm in the middle too but it doesn't deserve a six and i don't do odd numbers so it gets a four <laughs> My thought was, man, I really hope Elle doesn't see this because she's going to be like, buy this for me. And my also thought is, man, I'd really rather wait a year and hope that there's just a cooler Pokemon edition because I don't really like this one this much. So um, I'm going to have to give it a four. Yeah, especially considering the traditional, like, real Pokemon game is supposed to be coming. What does that mean for yeah, the additional Yeah, we get bundle? a cooler one yeah. then. Yeah, yeah and a lot, of, a lot of it, it's, it's the Joy-Con color. It's, it's that, that brownish one throws the whole thing off for yeah. me. Yeah, the Joy-Cons. Puts it below, below average. All right. What about you? Test. I'm going to give it a 7.461, and it'll go up to a solid 8 if... If, as pointed out by Sasha in our Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash Media, if instead of getting the switch sound when it snaps a Joy-Con, you know, you get the switch sound and it shows you what color Joy-Con you just snapped on. If anybody has different color Joy-Cons, mm-hmm. it does that. What if we get a Pika or an Eevee when you snap that Joy-Con? Oh, it, it helps yeah. up at least two points it if does. it does that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just does like that, the, I, that, I'm in. Yeah, so we don't know. But when, on the 16th, when me and Grimlock buy them, we'll tell you that <laughs> next Monday, we'll let you know if it, if it happens. We've yeah. talked so much about Pokemon on this show, I'm all revved up right now. <laughs> if, it, up. If, it, if you click it and it makes that Pika sound, Five Mile Rick's in trouble because he's going to have to hunt one of these down. Right. It's okay. Me and Grimlock Leech have two because there was four sitting there when we walked into Worst Purchase and we both bought two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, could just let him sit here. <laughs> Wait, we, can, we can't just let him sit here. Some scalper's gonna buy him. If I buy it right now, I could sell it for a hundred dollar profit. <laughs> you could scalp it to my friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stupid scalpers ruining gaming. Yeah. I can make a hundred bucks off this. Yeah. I'll buy it. That's my logic. Are we going to news for? Yeah, we're going to our last topic. Well, um, so topic number three. And uh, did you want to? Uh, did you want to talk about this one, Jazzy? Or I mean I I can I'll lead you into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, two break it down. Riot game game yeah, two Riot Games employees depart after defending a PAX West event, excluding men to league players. Now we talked about this that Riot's been through quite a bit. You know, I mean the whole Oakland thing from me and then the whole you know <laughs> yeah. sexism 
And then they're like, well, we are now we understand. So we're going to go ahead and just exclude men at PAX West for only these certain windows of time, because that's how we're going to handle this sexism problem. And now we have reports that just get worse. It's just like, I, I it's like Nintendo all over again. Like, how can you not get out of your own way? Like, is it fun? Maybe maybe I've just missed out my entire life. Maybe taking a baseball bat and smashing it into your own face is actually enjoyable, and I just don't know. Like, maybe I just don't get it. But, Jazzy, tell me more yeah. about why so, I don't understand this. Uh, so, basically, the story is at PAX West, there was a lot of events that happened uh, with Riot Games being there. They had your typical like shirt making and uh, photo areas, and I guess there was some um, some concept creators and uh, writers there, and you could kind of almost uh, kind of write your own storyline and stuff like that, which I thought was really cool. But they also, because of all the issues that they've been having, had a room to the side, which we've seen this before personally with Riot. Typically, it's a cosplay room, right, where you have to have. Cosplay right. or be a cosplayer to get in because they're or a prop they're, builder or something. Yeah, a prop builder because because they're basically um, limiting it to you know people that want to really push their cosplay into the next level because Riot Games is known for some of the best cosplay. Um, but this time at PAX West, they had a room that was for women and non-binary people only, and it was basically them talking about women's rights within the gaming industry and this sparked a huge controversy at PAX West to where a couple rioters kind of spoke out um, you know kind of defending Riot and their decision to do this and uh, they just did it in a very poor way and uh, did not represent Riot well in this um, stressful time I guess you could say and uh, have have since forth stepped down now from Riot. Um, still kind of on out the door defending themselves, but also like, you know, saying like we really missed you, Riot. We wish we could still be there. But um, there's been a ton of backlash from the community. Uh, people l- legit calling these people out by name and saying I will not support Riot until this person's gone. Like, they need to be fired. The way they acted was completely inappropriate. And I think, personally, it's hard to get into this topic because it is such a sensitive topic. But Riot is... (laughs) They need to make strides to, to fix this culture that they have within their company, right? Was this one of the best ways for them to go about starting that push? Personally, for me, probably not because there's just so much, like, I guess, wiggle room with this, right? So it's like you have your women, but then non-binary people. Like, how how are you going to be able to, like, prove that as, as a riot tier in a convention hall, you know? you, you If somebody comes up and just says, hey, uh, yeah, this is, this is what I, you know, I am. Like how how is Riot going to be able to judge that? They're they're not. It, it the people that are here too are not like the heads of Riot. Like this isn't the PR department of Riot. This is some dude that like gets coffee for <laughs> for somebody in Riot, and they go, "Hey, you want to go to the packs this weekend? We'll send you there. You just got to throw a Riot shirt on. and You got to run this booth. 
Like, <laughs> they don't hire these people specifically for these events. No. So, well, I don't like know. Example- it's super, like, having something that important and trying to push that cause at a PAX panel event, I think, is a stretch for Riot. Like, they needed to have, like, a seminar or something where they can come out and publicly speak about it, not have this, like, enclosed room where you can only invite certain people. Well, timing also was just off. Like, it just it was right after the allegations, and you just you jumped right into it. It felt very harsh. It felt very just, you know, like, shoot from the hip. And, um, you know, the the problem is that these people that were let go have been outspoken in the past. Yeah. They're an out, they're out, and and they were allowed to do so. And so, like, for this to be like, oh, well, I was, they were fired for violating a social media policy. It's like, right, but like, look at their history. You never dinged them once for any of this. And now all of a sudden you did because now that it's in the spotlight, now that you're worried, you don't want people, even though they were defending. You know the the decision. It wasn't like they were actually going against the company. They were defending the company that you want to punish them. And so yeah. now you're you're. It's even the water is even more murky because like y- now you have like the the crowd cr- like just demanding blood, <laughs> and you're de- yeah. and you deliver it. Yeah, it's and just, like it's that, rough. Right? It's a witch hunt society. It, it is. is. And it, it is. is. And so you're now you're teaching your community that that's all they have to do now. Right. That's all they have to do to 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 you know create change within Riot. Oh, you don't like the new champion? Well, you know what? Uh, the character creator should be fired because I, yeah. I'm, we're boycotting Riot and I'm never buying another champion until that guy's gone because because Pike is the stupid. Like that, that t- yeah. right? And I mean, that's and that's again, just a bad cover. That up is too, a an, right? an extreme, yeah. an extreme example. But like, that's what you're teaching. And so for me, their response, uh, Riot's response to this is, "We're sorry it took so long for us to hear you." That was their response to the community. Yeah. And I'm like, again, like, don't apologize and don't come out here and be like, "Oh, we're sorry that we weren't paying attention to you." Now we are, just so that that you know, in six months. You know, it, we go back to the way things were, and you start ignoring people yeah. again until the next little wildfire, and then you're like, oh, 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 yeah, we're sorry, we won't let that happen again. It, that's all they do. I hate too that that riot just, and maybe this is just me being being in a managerial role since I've been 17, and the fact that they have to like you don't have to explain yourselves, riot. Like here in in our state, we're we're an at will state, right? So if I don't like the color of your shoelaces, Grim, I could fire you, if if you're part of you know my business or my company, and there's nothing. I mean, you could sue me for it and stuff like that, and take me to court, absolutely. But I can I have the right to fire you for whatever reason I want. So Riot comes out, and this is my my personal beliefs is of what happened is Riot came out and fired these guys because they are a big problem, and then they're going to come out and tell the everybody that wa- that was demanding this blood, uh, yeah, they broke a social media contract. No, you don't have to say that, Riot. All you have to do is say this person is no longer with Riot. That information is our own. We're working to try to fix this problem that you guys think we have. End of story. You don't have to. If people come to your doorstep with pitchforks and and torches, you don't have to go burn the village down. Right, but you know why they did it, though, right? It's because they're using them 
As an example, they're right. scapegoats. Yeah, they're, they're scapegoats. scapegoats. They're it, like exactly. we can diffuse. Yeah. We can diffuse part of this yeah. by simply taking two employees that are that are expendable, and I can just go find the next two people that are dying to come work at Riot, and 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 now we can at least put this part of the fire out. Yeah, and that's that's the scary part because I mean, I was just at League of Legends Summer Finals, one of their major events. Could you not have had a side conference room where you had uh, pre- a couple presentations over the weekend to talk about like the future of League from an industry standpoint and maybe even a community standpoint? And yeah. yet, not everybody might be interested, but I'm sure there was plenty of people there that would have filled that room, you know, to the point where you would have had to turn people away, unfortunately, and you could have gotten messages across. But instead, what you do is you you did nothing. There was no presence of yeah. your improvements made. There was nothing done for for you know equality or of, of any level. Instead, you just worried about slinging you know your your limited uh, products and 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 just trying to make a quick buck. Yeah. and that's that's my that's my issue I'm having. Here's here's the thing, Ryan, is you have made your money off a of video game which is internet based and done primarily through Twitch and YouTube, right? You just hold a conference on your channel where you get somebody to come on and talk in a seminar type of situation about these issues. Don't put it into a specific area and only allow certain people into that room. Because guess what? You have full control over that situation if you do it that way. Because then you can come on, you have your speaker, people still have the chat that they can go off, you can refer to the chat if you want to, you don't have to deal with all the people that are bullies and trolls in the chat, you could just skip past them and you have full control over the situation and you're allowing inclusion yeah everybody is allowed to be there yeah and i think you know circling back around to the uh you know the topic at hand here with the people that were let go after trying to defend the company is that there are plenty of people in that company that still have that have violated that same rule that still sit in in a riot uh you know as a riot employee and um you know you just like Sitting here and using them as a defute to defuse, you know, the bomb that has been sitting at your front door is uh, it just doesn't look good. Like this doesn't like did it make a few people that were in your community that cried for blood feel better? Probably they're like, ha, yeah, I get whatever I want. Like that's that's the, that's the feeling that they have right now. But overall, does is there a, is there a large group here that are like victory? These two random people are gone. Like no, because there's still a major issue at your company and you still have. Not yeah. done anything to prove otherwise. So, like, this isn't. Like, Think of the percentage too, right? Like the the majority of people. There's going to be people that pick up and hear this story and are going to be upset, right? But a majority of the people that are super upset about this are the people that were impacted directly. So the people that were at PAX West. That is a tiny, tiny percentage of people that follow you, because your game is global. We have a small. We have one of the smaller percentages of player base in NA, and yeah. you're you're putting it into a convention hall. That's in you know it's a small group of people. Yeah, and to be fair, I mean the 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 responses to these people were was social media based. So I mean it, it had yeah, a further it, it reach. Up. It had a further mm-hmm. reach than than packs, but but I mean yeah your your plat your. You know, your footprint that you made for these events was small based on the overall scale. But, like, where are the, like you said, 
Worlds, worlds is coming. Right. Where is the you know in between games on an off day or whatever? Where is the presentation from Korea about the future of Riot and how they're going to and how they're planning on correcting you know their problems and and, and making this a healthier place to work and and everything like that? Where is that? And, and don't you know? I don't want a one sentence. We're sorry it took so long for us to hear you. I don't want that. Yeah, it's just lazy. All right, that's our news. For these topics and much more, please visit gameslamedia.com. You can read blogs, you can watch video content, you can join this, join in and watch the stream team. And uh, I'm gonna pass it on over to Testonomics to tell us a little bit more about that. For all you there on Twitch or listening after the fact, we do have our GameZilla Media stream team. You can see GameZillaMedia.com at the top of the page. You can see the stream team this week. We've got Matrick on stage playing through Final Fantasy Tactics. Help them help him make those decisions when permadeath is on the table. We've got the Deadite Knight himself playing through Fire Pro Wrestling World. He's been number one streamer in the world. Multiple streams for this game. He's building out the community. If you want to be part of that community, join the Discord on GameZillaMedia.com. Grimlock the Dino comes back from vacation ready to finish Guacamelee 2. Maybe will he finish it? You got to be in a stream to find out. Testonomics myself is trying to figure out which of the many indie games I shouldn't have bought for the Switch that I'm going to be playing because I got to beat one or two of these eventually. And Spectre XV back from a short hiatus, recharged, rejuvenated, and ready to have a stream that'll knock your socks off. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, the day it comes out on our podcasts, he will be live tonight with his return stream. So don't miss anything the Games of the Media stream team has to offer. Join the Discord and uh, check us out on Games of the media.com i am so excited for specter stream my socks are already knocked off i took my shoes off when i got here does that count counts got it all right well let's get in some esports with jazzy fiddle welcome to summoner's rift so this is a little bit risky oh my god are you kidding me ambition steals the elder dragon oh let's break it damn Whoa, you all right? I just got really excited. Man, bless you. He was taking his socks off and things just went he wild over here. He was his socks off. Welcome to eSports. Our first news topic is going to make Test put his socks back on because Friday Fortnite is dead again. That's right. <laughs> Give it to him. <laughs> Oh. Fortnite's been dead for a while. Fortnite's trash. <laughs> so Keemstar yesterday tweets out that Friday Night Fortnite might be back as early as this upcoming Friday. And then at 1.31 p.m. yesterday, the 9th, Fortnite Games tweets out, the weather may be cooling down, but the battle is heating up. Fall skirmish starts soon with $10 million across six weeks. Stay tuned for major details dropping later this week. Well, one of the major details is they've put it on Friday. So Keemstar retweets today, nope, not coming back, probably ever. And now he is going to start up a Realm Royale tournament starting on Fridays. So he is done trying to dance around Epic 
and uh, creating this culture for the Fortnite community and has since moved on to Realm Royale. So Keemstar's Fortnite Fridays is officially dead as of today. I mean, Epic's just not going to play nice. You know, they're not. They got money, and the the pros are going to go where the money's at. So, you know, there's, there's nothing we can do about that. All right. Our next topic is, we already got a little dose of it earlier, but Summer Championships. Yesterday, Grimlock was there. Our winners, Team Liquid, for the second split in a row. Yeah, boy! The horns for Liquid <laughs> win! They have taken the championship once again, locking in their spot into Worlds 2018 with that win. Also, pushing 100 Thieves in through Worlds with a total points or highest point total aside from Liquid, they will also get into Worlds. I am going to run down a list from every region across the world that is sending players to the World Championship, the teams that have already made it into Worlds group stage. From North America, obviously Team Liquid, and then 100 Thieves will be making it. Gauntlet starts next weekend. Teams playing in the gauntlet are Echo Fox versus Clutch Gaming, Game 1. Winner of that takes on Team Solo Mid. Winner of that game will take on Cloud9. Winner of that gets the third ticket to Worlds. That's right. So Cloud9, I mean, they, they got destroyed by Team Liquid, uh, but they it's simple because they like to go to Worlds via the gauntlet. That's just, right. that's just how they do it. So I'm uh, I'm still rooting for my boys. Um, they don't, you know, the, the advantage is they got one match. They don't have to go through uh, multiple matches. Yeah, multiple teams. And um, the one thing I'm a little sad about this year, though, is there will be a team that has made it to every Worlds from North America not making it this year because Cloud9 has made it every year they have been a part yeah. of the NALCS and TSM has made it every year they have been a part of the NALCS. Yeah, but I would and like... one of those teams is not going to make it. I would like to see at the end of the gauntlet a C9 TSM matchup because that last matchup was five games and so good that I would like to see it again. Yeah. Even, even if my team went down this time, I still would like to see it because it was so... It, w- it was very entertaining. Yeah, TSM and Cloud9 never seem to have a boring match. <laughs> Uh, over in Europe, you have the winners of the summer split yesterday, Fnatic, and then Team Vitality taking their second spot. Over in Korea, you have KT Ralster and Africa Freeze. In the LMS, you have the Flash Wolves and then Mad Team. Oh, you got their name wrong, uh, the Flash Wolves. I think they're actually called the Choke Artists. Oh, <laughs> the Choke Artists, yeah. right? <laughs> Over in China, you have the team to beat this year in Worlds Royal Never Give Up and Invictus Gaming. Vietnam has not placed any of their teams yet, but then obviously you go on to Oceanic and Russia and Brazil, and it's the same teams we see in every tournament because apparently they only have one good team in all of these regions. But Brazil, Kaboom Esports, Russia, Gambit Gaming... Um, Latin America North, Infinity Esports, Latin America South, Chaos Latin Gamers, Oceanic, Dire Wolves, and then Southeast Asia is Ascension Gaming. Where are the Gigabyte Marines, though? Gigabyte Marines have not 
placed yet. So oh, okay. they, they still have the ability to make it. They're winning this year. They're <laughs> They're not winning this year. No, it's not going to happen. So that is your current standings for Worlds as the gauntlets for these regions fill out over the next week and a half to two weeks. We will update you with the final inductees to Worlds 2018, and then I will also keep you informed once they do the picks and separate out the groups. So... Who do you guys? Who do you guys think? Who do you want your last North American representative to be? I'm a TSM fan, so it's me. I gotta have TSM. Grim's going Cloud Nine because those are his boys. Would Would either of you rather see Clutch Gaming or Echo Fox take it? When is Worlds? Or Worlds will be the end of September start time, I believe. Oh, I still don't care. <laughs> oh, okay. oh. All right, so because I like an underdog story and because Lauren isn't here, I'm going all in for her team, Echo Fox, to make it to Worlds. I think they're going to make it through the gauntlet and go, so I'm, I'm just trying to support our girl, Lauren. Yeah, and I pick Echo yeah. Fox, too, so, so then there's a clear tiebreaker between TSM and Cloud9. Echo Fox is GameZilla's pick. For, <laughs> for winning. <laughs> All right. It looks like we here at Games of the Media have voted. This only, tell, this tells, me, this only tells me Fox. one thing, you guys. This only tells me one thing. Uh, that here at GameZilla, we like to make sure that North America looks bad at Worlds. That's what. That's basically what that vote means. But double lifts already in and everybody else is trash. <laughs> yeah, li- Liquid's already there. So it's like... I honestly believe Liquid could... could this could be a year that in a... If Liquid plays the way that, they, that they've been playing... Uh, we could see it. We could see Team Liquid actually do some damage yeah. and have a run at it. How great would it be if not only does TSM not make it to Worlds, but then the first like NA oh, love scoop it. would be just a straight undefeated run by Team oh, Liquid? I'd love it. I'd, I'd love it. One hundred percent. Double I'm lift is all great. About, I'm all about North America when it comes to Worlds. I yeah. don't care what team it is. <laughs> that, that's true. Like Jazzy and I through through the times where we've been like you know it's been TSMC nine every every time until this season. Um, it, it's like. Like we were rivals, and then when Worlds hits, we basically like look at each other like, all right, we just want NA to not <laughs> yep. look like a hot pile of trash. <laughs> yep. Please, just just please don't look like children, you know, being destroyed by men. Well, they they will they will look like trash, except for Double Lift because he's great. And what do we know about everybody else? Yeah. Everybody else is trash. If if I'm being honest, and and this could catch some some flack from our esports and league community fans, I don't think that the two teams that we have sent to Worlds thus far in Liquid and Hundred Thieves are our best options for winning Worlds. Oh, I disagree. It's a hot take. That's I, a hot take, I disagree Jesse. highly. I team Liquid. Think, team Liquid oh, is no, the best team. team. Oh, Team Liquid, I agree with. You just you said, said the two that we sent. I said that I said of the with the two that we're sending. I don't think it's our best option. Right, we're, we're going to add one, and I think if we were to add another one from okay, so you have two teams that are going right now. Right, of those two, one teams, of them is Team Liquid. One of them is Team Liquid. I think they should be there. I don't think Hundred Thieves oh. is a good option. I think the way you taking, said that was confusing. Yeah, yeah, I think it, taking yeah. two teams out of the gauntlet is a better shot at Worlds to partner with Liquid okay. for North America. You made it sound like Team Liquid and Hundred Thieves are not the teams you'd want going because they wouldn't have a chance. Yeah, implying that Team Liquid doesn't have a chance. I guess, Correct. I, I don't guess, want them going. I, I guess want my Team Liquid and 
you're, you're two teams from the you gauntlet. are confused <laughs> with how we were confused so we're just gonna move on I guess no my last statement on that though is that you're you're talking about I'm, I'm assuming one of those teams from the gauntlet is TSM and that and TSM was taken to five games by a hundred thieves and, and you right. know like and to the point where like it came down to just honestly one bad play you know the game every game was 30 35 plus minutes long so everybody was was getting full build and it came down to one bad play that that gave that gave that series to TSM true but if we're going off of those of those standards then Cloud Nine came down to one bad play. I'm just saying, TSM I made a bad play. And Cloud Nine it, took advantage. I 100 percent agree <laughs> yep. with you, but my pro- the, the, that statement is, is that you're saying Hunter Thieves isn't isn't a good isn't a good option when it comes down to you know one bad play and TSM made it against C- that bad play was made against C9 and C9 won and then this weekend Hunter Thieves made it against TSM and TSM won. So like to me, it's like those three. Are honestly on the they're they're T, yeah. TLs on their own pedestal, and then every those three sit right below them. I think I think TL being on the pedestal, I agree with, and then I think that there's four teams that I consider very equivalent in in their level of play this year, and that'd be Cloud Nine, TSM, Echo Fox, and Hundred Thieves. Yeah, but I think, I think I, they can I all be Echo, on the same level. Echo Fox, though, as of late, though this whole split, they haven't seemed right. Yeah. They've been so. struggling. I think the biggest thing for me with 100 Thieves is the fact that they're still kind of blending in their jungler and they're having a lot of ADC problems with flip-flopping between... I think that's C9's issue too, though. With Cody. Seven, seven people rostering, you think you have this cool idea of flipping people all the time and keeping people on their toes, but you're not allowing a five-man roster like TL to gel and become dominant. Yeah, so, that's true. I, I, th- I, don't, I don't necessarily like that. TL for Worlds. Let's go. All right. That's all I got for esports. What you got over there, Deadite? I'm just looking at Grim to see uh, if Grim's got anything for me. If it's time for anything specifically, oh Vader yeah. time! It's it's Vader time! Get the heck out of here! <laughs> That's your boy. It's never Vader time. Not it anymore. is time for Muster Bust. In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? All right, first muster bust. Who wants to come over and help me set up my brand new PS4 Spider-Man Pro Edition? Thanks to all my friends at GameZilla and the GameZilla community. I know we took it out of the front end of the show, but I have to bring it up. Muster bust. Who's coming over to help a box, a grand opening of this box when it shows up? Can I wear gloves? Yeah, we have to wear gloves. Will you install my motherboard afterwards? Absolutely, yes. Can I video the whole thing? Okay. Tell Tess no, and I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> but Tess needs my help, and I told him I'd help him, so I'm sticking to it. So I'm Spectre, a man of my word. Spectre XV, if you're listening, I need to make an appointment. Oh, wow. I just said I'd help you. Jeez. Okay. Anyways. Oh, uh, well. The whole thing just fell apart on you there. It's a must for me. I'm super excited to get into Spider-Man. I know this is late and everything, but uh, the surprise that, that hit, and, and if, you had, if you're wondering what, what I'm talking about, you got to go to Patreon. I'm assuming we're going to be posting that. It's going to be a free, a free, free post on Patreon. Free content. doesn't matter if you're a patron or not, but you're going to get a great taste of what you could get if you do become a patron. 
Patreon.com slash Games Media. I'd call it a sample. A Costco-like yeah. sample. Yeah, like Ooh. a drug sample. Yeah. Like, here's a little here's Costco-like a little sample. Drug. You, you Costco fill up on those samples, so you know it's a do. good portion sample. Do a lap, get a hot dog, my day's made. All right, so oh. we don't have uh, we don't have a ton to go through this week, but we do have uh, NBA 2K19, a very big popular uh, sports series for the Nintendo Switch and the PS4, Xbox One. Um, yes, I know none of you are fans. The games aren't even fun. The last one of these 2K games I played wasn't even fun at all. Remember when basketball games were fun to play? The 2K series isn't fun to play. And guess what? 2K are cash-grabbing jerk faces. And I'm trying to say nice words that are kid-friendly. But no! Thumbs down, you awful tyrants! I'm giving it a thumbs up. 2K could do no wrong. This is their bread and butter. NBA ban 2K. Jazzy, ban them, <laughs> just ban them. Muted, gone. I've oh, never been so happy man. to go. Welp, see ya. <laughs> oh boy, that that was a tough one. Uh, uh, a must for me coming out September. Oh, I thought you were talking about 2K. I was gonna go oh, over no, there and no. fist fight you. No, I'm moving on. But that does come out. September. Yeah, it comes to your PlayStation tomorrow. It, it does come out September 10th. Uh, but September 13th, we have Bastion for the Nintendo Switch. And this Bring is a game. Team talk music. Yeah, this is a game that I have uh, played a lot on different multiple platforms. So it's not a brand new game by any means, but it is an awesome game. And if you have not experienced, uh, or even if it's been a while since you played this game, it's a must. It's How many a, dollars? How many dollars is it? You know, I don't know what it's coming out as. Fifteen bucks. I, I would imagine, yeah, fourteen ninety nine. Is what I is is what I'm seeing here. So yeah, it's it's worth that. Yeah, it, it is a really cool game. Um, my fate one of my favorite things around it is the whole um, narration uh, concept. It's really fun. It, it is a lot of fun. So. Yeah, a lot of games you hear like it's all oh, the the music's great. It's like it's not even about the music. It's this this story, this ominous voice storytelling. Um, I will buy the game for a third time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, following that up is the for the Nintendo Switch uh, Jazzy Fiddle. We can bring Jazzy Fiddle back for a minute. Super Dungeon Tactics. Yeah. From our friends over at Underbite Games. Uh, if you're looking for a a, a dungeon crawler tactic style unique, uh, you know unique style game, we we reviewed this uh, via the Steam edition back when we uh, interviewed these guys on Games Alpha. Yeah, this is uh, it was a Jay Z fiddle stamp of approval. Yeah. Super fun game. I think I'm gonna give a bl- obligatory thumbs up because they were on one of our shows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nintendo, Sw- uh, sorry that comes out the 13th as well. Uh, Nintendo Switch on September 13th getting danger. Mouse the Danger Games. Do, do, I don't even know. If, I mean, Jazzy probably remembers Danger Mouse. Yeah, Danger Mouse. Man, yeah, Danger and Mouse. Danger Dog. I was like, Danger Dog. Wait, are, we're not talking about the other guy from Gnarls Barkley? No. Danger Mouse? No, no. No, we're not. So we're not talking about the producer. Correct. Thumbs down. I'm only talking about the producer. <laughs> Give me that Gnarls Barkley. Oh, dear Lord. CeeLo, Danger Mouse. That's the combination. The only mouse I want on the Switch is biker mice from mars uh next up is shadow of the tomb raider coming out september 14th for the xbox one ps4 and pc if you are um a fan of this reboot of the Lara croft series this is uh this is going to be your third installment of the game and uh visually looks amazing i'm sure the story is going to continue to be something that these the people that are fans of this uh, enjoy but 
I uh, I just I have not put the time into this to uh, give it a thumbs up for myself. But this is for BMC. There you go for BMC. Yeah, because does he have the money? Does, has he saved any money by not buying oh, anything he, recently? Yeah, he's not. He will not buy Forsaken because I won't let him. Really? So he's gonna be able to buy this. Since when? Since I told him he can't buy it. Wow. Shocked. Jeez. Okay. I have the shocked emoji right the now. The next big Super one. Shocked. The next big game. Nintendo Labo Vehicle Kit. September 14th. This is going to be huge because you can use it on Mario Kart. Right? You can drive a car that you build out of cardboard. Well, have Fan. you actually seen the, the gameplay of this? Yes. Because it, it's wild. You're, you're actually changing the cardboard configuration and it's changing the vehicle that you're playing as in game. Oh, that's it's weird. the first playable Labo that's not just been a mini game or a big stupid robot that I returned. Like it actually looks decent. I'm not going to buy it, but it looks it looks actually like entertaining. He's totally buying it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I bought the other two and then I returned yeah. them 6 months He'll later. He'll see the box that'll be next to the Pikachu <laughs> the the bundle package. He's like I and do have like, extra oh, money in my Cash App account. It's the last <laughs> nah, I with, I withdrew it's it all after box. all in weekend. I can't do that anymore. All right, coming out September 14th, a game that that I I think might be interested in. NHL 19 for the PS4, Xbox Ooh, One. I do like hockey video games. I, know. I do have NHL 15. How is this different? This one I has PK Subban on the front of it. It does. But you can buy NHL 18 for four dimes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Is the, the old one, one, 15 was a gift from Sci-Fi AJ. Um, and... It's a sports game not made by 2K, so I am enticed because I like a sports game. Um, but I think I'm going to wait about six months when this one cost about seven seventy dimes or so. So I'll wait for the price to drop on this one. So it's uh, it's actually a bust because sports games aren't worth the investment. That's, that is the, that is the difficult. Yeah. I think unless you're like a sports game fanatic, then it's kind of like I don't even buy FIFA. I don't even buy the FIFAs yeah. anymore. I used to buy them every year, but I just can't do it. If this was on Switch, I'd buy it. I'd, yeah, I'd like to have a portable hockey game. Oh, that's that'd my be, thing yeah, too. Cool. Like I, I love the only sport games that I like besides wrestling games when they weren't trash was hockey games. Yeah. Well, Fire Pro Wrestling's great. Yeah, it's but not it's not on the Switch yet until the direct comes out and it says it's coming to the Switch today. Mm. All right, and then the <laughs> final game for Muster Bus this week. It's a big one. September twelfth. PS4. That's Thursday. Xbox One. I mean Wednesday. Construction Simulator Two. Yes. The goats. Yes, I don't even like fixing or building things around my house. Now I can do it in a game. This is a jazzy kind of game. Jazzy's a builder. This is a, this is a big move because this is a sequel, and the original was only on the mobile phones, and this is moving to consoles. So you can imagine they are uh, up in their game huge. That's a big play. Or yeah. they're just porting their mobile game to consoles. I don't know. Uh, it's, a, it's a big play. I, I respect the move. Of them going from uh, the you know the the mobile market all the way to consoles, I think uh, I think we're gonna see a breakout developer. I'm calling them developer of the year right now. <laughs> I'm get ready get video game awards because construction simulator nineteen or whatever. You, no, just construction simulator two. Two. The, yeah. the deuce. I'm sorry, he's way off base. If this is a port of the mobile game, it's gonna be awful. And you want to know where I learned that from Fallout Shelter. I tried to play Fallout Shelter on everything you can get Fallout Shelter on, and it's awful on anything that's not touchscreen. This is awful. But in this game, there's an anvil, and if you use the anvil and you just put your items in <laughs> and you take half, then you can have unlimited construction materials. Uh, I feel like... This is your fault, Hard okay? hat required. <laughs> Every time this comes up, I just go... 
oh, jazzy. Yeah, mistakes were made, man. There was I a learned my different lesson. word it'll that ne- was wanted to come yeah. out of my mouth it'll, there, but it'll it can't. Never, it'll never happen Remember again. back when you guys played Minecraft? I apologize. Like, no! I apologize I got to the community. I 110 hours in in like 16 days. Oh it was goodness. bad. Oh and then I R.I.P. Like, R.I.P. Minecraft. Yeah, the server's been dead for like three days <sighs> and no one said anything about it, so I'm guessing everybody's done playing. Okay. That's Must or Bust this week. For uh, for more topics and game talk, you wanna you wanna join the Discord, and you can do that right on gameslimited.com. Click on the Discord button and join. Talk with gamers from around the world every day for free. Did I take it away? What else? Uh, what else can people pleasure their ears with? Dropping, <laughs> dropping this Wednesday evening, or no, dropping this coming Thursday morning. The Dungeon of Doom, WWE Hell in a Cell 2018 edition. Testonomics and I are going to link up and have a conversation. We're going to catch you up on everything that happened this month in WWE to get you ready for the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. So if you don't want to waste your time watching awful Monday Night Raw and barely watchable SmackDown, well, we can get you ready to hang out with your friends and watch the pay-per-views um, by just, uh, we'll give you the rundown, we'll give you card predictions, and we'll have some good time. That's a Patreon exclusive show. You can only get it on the Games of the Media patron. You have to be a $15 exclusive access patron. It's worth the money and you're going to learn about wrestling. This is a wrestling podcast for people that aren't hardcore wrestling fans. We're going to get you initiated into the world and up to speed. You're going to love it. Go ahead and listen. Even if you don't like wrestling, you'll love it. The, the turd thing in my hand. It's not. A, it's, a sapling. it's a sapling. I thought this was a poop emoji. <laughs> no, it's a sap. What's a sapling but a tree poop? No. I thought this was an evil poop emoji the no, whole it's time. It's a sapling from Meowkai. Yokai watch? No, Meowkai. Yokai, yeah, that game with the ghost that you no. catch it, and you get like a watch, like it's Meowkai. Malachi. Well, that's his real name, but I always refer to him Mordecai. As Meowkai. Mordecai from uh, was that Borderlands? Is there a Mordecai in Borderlands? There is the sniper. Yeah, your uh, finger tapping is very noticeable. That's that was what Mordecai does in Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, Before yeah. we're done talking about Mordecai, again reminder: this Friday, GameZillaMedia.com, the premiere of Movie Blast with Bob and Max. Guess what? I'm yeah, gonna, Movie Blast. I'm gonna yeah. give you. I'm gonna give you the scoop as to what the first episode is going to be. Uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Bob and Max are taking you through it. Listen, GameZillaMedia.com this coming Friday. Why isn't it 2018 The Space Odyssey? I, I don't think that's what the name of the movie is. I think that's the reason it's not. I'll have to listen to find out why. Oh, is it my turn now? You're, you're getting pretty hood from spending all that time in Oakland. You got guns out. Sun's out, guns out over here. I had to survive somehow. All right. It's more for the NES blasters and a power glove. Like, don't make me use this. <laughs> you <laughs> won't want to see my final form. That, it, wor- it worked because people just thought I was, you know, completely crazy. So you were I mean, doom fist walking around with your with your power glove on. Like, don't let me see my special powers. That's right. Okay. Well, this has been episode two hundred twenty four of the Gamezilla podcast. Thank you uh, for hanging out, and make sure you can you can always watch the show live on twitch.tv slash Gamezilla Media. So please make sure you subscribe there, or I'm sorry, follow there. And if you really like it, you can subscribe by using your Amazon Prime free monthly subscription. Thank you. And then, uh, of course, if you're listening to us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Google Play, oh. wherever it is, please leave that five stars, that heart emoji, hit that follow button. It helps us a ton. So we appreciate 
all the support we can get. Jesse, uh, anything you uh, want to say before we head out? Nope. That's that's good. That's good. Anybody else? Are we good? Happy birthday, Greg! Hey, thank you, and thank you to the community. Thank you to everybody that chipped in and uh, surprised me with that uh, new Spider-Man PS4 Pro. Uh, I, I've been told it gets here Wednesday, and I am super excited. Uh, you're all crazy. That's all I can say. I really appreciate it, and I'm looking forward to, uh, to um, you know, Doing some video reveals with Jazzy, uh, the glove reveals with with Deadite, and, and having some fun community uh, time with this. So, thanks everybody for hanging out. Remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game, game on. on.